Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Voices of Two Blocks podcast. My name is Jeanette. And my name is Carmella. Today, we are here with a different type of episode for you all today. We are going to be sharing our reflections and thoughts regarding the past year about Two Blocks and Voices of Two Blocks podcast to share how far we've gotten and where we strive to go. Yeah, so why don't we just jump right in? For sure. I think that since the start of the podcast, which began almost a year ago now, next month, I believe, will be the anniversary of our podcast. We've been able to talk with so many guests, stakeholders, and we, through this podcast, were able to build a bunch of conversations that we were really grateful to have. And early on, it started by speaking with different city officials and representatives. We had the opportunity to talk with Councillor Toner, Sue Walsh, and a bunch of other people who are from the city or from the business communities. And really, that was a true start of the podcast. And we felt that it was important to kind of take the dialogue that we've been having and share it to the public. So that's kind of how we started this podcast and why we felt it was important. For sure. And just to like echo off of that a little bit more, a lot of people always wonder, like, how did you start the podcast? Or like, what inspired you to start it? And I feel like, as Hermela said, we were having so many enriching conversations and really amazing almost discussions and dialogues with various stakeholders and various um, officials from our city. And we felt that those discussions very much toned in on exactly what Two Blocks was and, and how we can strive for better. So we definitely felt that through and one of the common concerns that we always have, that we always speak about and themes that we see reoccurring within our city is the lack of transparency through like conversation and communication. So we wanted to make sure we channeled that as the main priority within our awareness aspect of two blocks is providing a platform and providing a space for us students to share, but also accept and and have a space to have these discussions and house these discussions regarding these issues. So Mm -hmm. that's what came up with the, when we came up with the podcast idea and decided that it would be a really good platform to share these conversations, but also continue them. And I feel after that, we've had so many amazing conversations, almost 10 plus episodes so Mm -hmm. far. So we've we've had a lot of amazing discussion and there's so many more to come. So we're really looking forward to them. Yeah. And just as you said, I do think that we met our goal of being able to kind of build the dialogue that Mm -hmm. you mentioned. We were able to have a lot of conversations about the disparities within Cambridge and how the city is way more disconnected than it seems to be from like our naked eye and from the bubbles that we're kind of all stuck in. And we were really able to open not only our own eyes, I'd say that as our, our own perspectives as students, we're learning a lot more about our city and about how everything functions that we really didn't know. And I think that a lot of people who are part of these other stakeholders are really learning a lot more about the issue that we're talking about at hand as well. So I think the understanding of the problem as well has really changed. For sure. And just like adding on to that too, we always feel that like we always talked about at the beginning of the podcast and through many of our workshops and discussions, we talk about this whole bubble analogy that we created here mm-hmm. at Two Blocks and IFP of like everyone being stuck into into their individualized bubble or their internalized bubble. Another way we have echoed that on the podcast is through one of Tariq's episodes where we were mentioning and he brought up the theme of like everyone working in their own silos. Exactly. So that's something that we felt was very much like a, a good like encapsulation of what is occurring within our city but more specifically between the contrasting and differences of the Kendall Square high-tech innovation sector but also the not so innovative city that surrounds it 
And another thing that we noticed through that is because of everyone working in their silos, it becomes much harder to ask for input and ask for insight from, mm. from various demographics. So we felt like as students, and me and Hermela are students that are very much advocates on behalf of issues. We always like to be at tables and at discussions and present at those when those decisions are being made because we always feel that student voice within the school district or even as a city as a whole is super important and a vital piece of what makes Cambridge, Cambridge, especially with our academia, like history and even the presence within our city. We just don't want there to be a performative presence of student voice. We always like, again, in Jess's episode too, we, we have these reoccurring themes that we keep coming back to of being performative and checking boxes and just wanting exactly. to check it off the box. So that's something that we wanted to portray is we don't want to be just another statistic mm-hmm. or another box checked off. We yeah. want our voices implemented and we want our voices to be at the focal point of the decisions and how they are being implemented. Exactly. I think that's something we've been noticing is a lot of the times the decisions or the perspective has only always been coming from one singular person mm-hmm. or group or just like one general perspective. And we find that what's really important to make this all work is that we need to build, create a table where all of these perspectives can come together and all of these ideas can be coordinated between all of the sectors to actually make an impact. Because right now, or what we've been noticing in the past is that there hasn't been a lot of representation from the student side of the issue, and there hasn't been a lot of coordination between the different um, stakeholders that are involved in this issue. So we find that we really need to be able to build the dialogue and the conversation that's needed to push this issue forward, and that really comes with the coordination side of this project. No, definitely. And like just bridging that off as well, we feel like we've just mentioned a couple of the overarching themes and through lines we have housed and we always come back to our question in the intro of our podcast is how much of a difference can two blocks make but also how may these districts and how may the school districts more specifically and the corporations surrounding it play a greater role within our education Mm -hmm. so those like are, are like our main primary through line questions that we always come back to but through that we've been like I think one thing that was very eye-opening to me is that I've always known that change is gradual and it doesn't mm-hmm. come so instantly, but there's also a perception that change should come instantly. So you really Definitely. have to, like, as a student, even as someone really passionate about this and wanting to address this issue, it's hard to sit down and sometimes say, like, we're not doing enough or, like, it's not striving for yeah. enough, you know? But at the end of the day, we really, like, felt that, Every discussion that we have, every episode that we record, every person that we meet is a bigger picture and plays a piece into that bigger picture. And change by change, like even looking back from a year from now, we didn't have the podcast. We didn't. And look at how far we've come. So I think that's like that piece of like awareness and how it's flourished into action. We were just starting this podcast as a way to build like awareness about our specific issue and how we wanted to address it through Mm -hmm. IFP. But honestly, it's become a very big issue and a very big discussion within mm-hmm. our school district. We've even seen trickles of it adopted and, and wanting to be exactly in the school committee and the district's mission, vision and values, and even in the district initiatives for the next couple of years. So our work and, and our voices are being heard. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it really is fulfilling to see that. But also, we're not stopping there. We still have so much to do and so much to say. So. 
Yeah, exactly. Like you said, especially considering that this is an issue that's like deeply rooted and systemic. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of how far we've been able sure. to get the conversations that we've been able to build and how we started from the small idea of educational equity two years ago. And we started to flourish it into action, something way bigger than we thought it'd be. And we are able to make it true to Cambridge and our lived experiences. And we've been able to kind of expand the idea that we had from just one concept to focusing on building pathways to potential for K-12 and establishing these more like concrete action steps mm-hmm. that we're trying to use to yep. work towards the two-box goal. For sure. So I think that change is slow and steady, but we've come a far long way. And I think that we're excited to keep on going. Definitely. And not even like bridges into like what we've learned. I feel there's been so much stuff that we've learned <laughs> over the past year, both positive and negative. And we just like to keep it real on the podcast. We don't like I feel like that's something even going back was something that was challenging at first is having that natural dialogue and natural conversation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've worked on that and really like become good at it. You know, I feel like we're able to sit at this at the mic and and just have a conversation. So I just want to applaud Hermela for that as well. because We've we've worked really hard Um, and she's a really amazing co-host. And I feel like we have a good duo going on. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's since I'm getting used to, I'd say, for the both of us. But, you know, this has been such an amazing journey. And I've loved having this podcast with you as well. (laughs) Um, And I feel that, like, that's the thing. Like, the conversation has come more easily. But also, Mm -hmm. when we speak, when we're speaking about two blocks, it's almost become like our second nature. Like, now we've we've had a couple instances where, like, someone sees us and they're like, oh, are you on the podcast? You know, are you a part of the voice? They're like, yeah, us a little bit about exactly. it. And then we just, so just like, it's all going. automatically like a part of us. So I really love that. And it's like a really amazing thing to be a part of. So it really is. And it's not only, I I mean, I want to applaud all innovators for purpose. For sure. Well. Definitely. Mr. Dawson, Mrs. Dawson, the whole team. We really all play a vital role. Like it's, we're not just the only ones sitting at this mic and, and speaking and engaging conversation. There's, There's so much background. Exactly. There's a village behind us. So. Awesome. Yeah. So we just wanted, yeah, to take the time to appreciate everybody who's been working on um two blocks up until now, especially all the people who've been supporting us since the beginning. There are sure. many individuals, not part of Innovators for Purpose, part of the business community and elsewhere that have been supporting two blocks since the beginning. And I think that we've really been able to take our underli- underlying mission and our three-line question and been able to really do the raise the awareness that we dreamt about since the beginning. And I'm just excited and glad that we were that for point. sure. I think as a whole, two blocks has come very far, but there's also so much more that still needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I feel right now, and this is something within season two that we've kept kept coming back to, is how we can do better, but also where do we go from now and where do we go from here? I feel that's something that we're honestly struggling with a little bit mm-hmm. because we've had all these amazing conversations. But like we said, like change is gradual and it comes slowly. So we're at a little bit of a roadblock in terms of how we want to proceed now. And I feel there's a lot of amazing things coming in the next couple of months that we're looking forward to telling you. Um, So stay tuned for that as well. But I feel at the same time within two blocks, it's been almost an eye opener. Not almost. It has been an eye opener, not just an educational lens, but also as a resident of the city, as someone who's grown up, I was born in Cambridge, I've lived in Cambridge until now. And I've really much seen the city inside and out. 
I've gone through the schools. I've had, I have a very like unique perspective on Cambridge that a lot of people share with me, but a lot of people don't have, especially when we're speaking about business, mm-hmm. the business community. So as a resident, and I feel that as of right now, just our state of our country and the state of our nation, our society as a whole very much plays a piece in where we are now in that change. And I feel there's so many issues out there that are just as important and just as there's a need for them to be addressed that aren't being addressed. So we want to make that a mission as well is that although this podcast and, and this overall project that we're working on initiative is to talk about educational inequities, but to also be aware and share with our listeners that educational inequities also tie into various and other systemic issues that are very much prevalent in Cambridge. So we yeah. always want to make sure and take consideration regarding the other factors that play into this, because there's not just, like we always say, there's not just one issue or one person that is for is to blame for this. It's a group effort and it's a group issue. Many different mm-hmm. groups of people have caused this, but there's also going to take many different groups of people to address this and, and almost like bring this out of the ground. So at the end of the day, we just like to make sure and, and hold a space to recognize a lot of the current events that have happened within our city, but also how we can move those and address them going forward as a focal point in, in that our city is not perfect and that's mm-hmm. fine, but we as a city can hold hands and, and, and cross that line together. Yeah, I mean, just like you said, everything is kind of intertwined. I mean, no issue stands alone. It's always something that's kind of there hand in hand with it. And I think that through the work that we've done, we've definitely been able to realize that through the research that we've seen, through the conversations that we've had. And I hope that that's something that many of you guys can come to a realization with as well. It's the idea that educational inequity two blocks is not just one singular idea that came out of nowhere. It's been existing. And even though we've been so grateful to have it shed to light, it's something that's been prevalent in Cambridge for a while now, not only Cambridge, in other cities around the world Mm -hmm. as well. And they're all, like you said, intertwined with other issues that are either um, something shared with the entire nation or they can be specific for each of the cities that they're present in. But yeah, just kind of wrapping that idea up, it's really not one singular standalone mm-hmm. issue sure. or concept. It's many others combined. Yeah. And to on a little more positive note, um, <laughs> I think it's always important as well, like you mentioned, to draw back attention and and, and hone in on, on these issues. But at the same time, look at the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to these issues, because mm-hmm. there's always change that can be done and should be done. And, and acknowledging there's many members of our community who are doing really amazing work to address that. And we're a part of that picture as well in addressing the educational side of things. And a little bit back to two blocks, I feel as someone who's been here since the beginning and adaptation of, of two blocks, I've noticed so many various changes and themes that we've we've had lingering until now, two years later. Um, how funny, two blocks, two years <laughs> that are very much tied. But I think one thing that I'm looking forward to going forward, go, looking forward to going forward, <laughs> is the idea that conversation is a really, really, really big piece for this. I feel a lot of things like a lot of themes in the conversations that we've had, positive and negative, have opened my eyes to where, where, how, excuse me, 
my place in society and how I can how I can do my part. Mm-hmm. I feel that the conversation doesn't stop and should never stop. We've had two workshops so far this this semester yeah. and we're having one next week coming up. So look forward to that. But I feel that these conversations in our FSG and all the various stakeholders that are making two blocks what it is, is also important to acknowledge because there's so mm. many players behind the scenes and so many people who are uplifting our work. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who feel that our work is important, but don't necessarily want us to to help address it with them, alongside mm-hmm. them. And we want to just come on here and use this as a platform as well is we love motivation. and We are inspired by so many various, various people, but we want to also partake in that as well. Yeah. We want to make sure that if you're doing something amazing, we would love to acknowledge it and and, and help shine light on it. Mm. But at the same time, we want to get that recognition as well, too. We want Definitely. people to see Voices of Two Blocks not only as a podcast that's run by Hermela and Jeanette, but as a place for issues that are prevalent, not just even if they're not educational, but also issues that feel that are rooted in Cambridge to be addressed and, and, and spoken about. So with that said, we just want to like use that as a message to almost advertise the podcast. If you or someone else, you know, is wanting to speak about issues or speak about this dialogue further, please, please, please reach out to us. And we are more than willing and we love talking to people. If we've known you for two years like we'd love to have you back if we haven't even talked to you before like we'd love to talk to you and meet you so i just want to make sure that this platform is a conducive space that's a two-way street like Mm -hmm. again we want to make sure that we're sharing ideas and we're putting stuff into the community but we also want to be a receptor of that and 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 addressing other people's work yeah exactly like you said two-way street is a phrase that we use so often and we want to make sure that what we're doing isn't just transactional, that there's value coming exactly. out of it. And that's why we find the importance of having these conversations, being able to exchange these important ideas with other people and ultimately kind of take that and, yeah, and kind of push it forward to the work that we're doing, but also to the issues that are prevalent at the moment that we want to shed light on and kind of work towards with other people as well. So I guess with that said, I think that concludes this recap episode. And we have, before we conclude, we a have a grand, big, grand, a big announcement, right? <laughs> so as you know, I'm going to wait for me and her to say this again. But as we, as you may know, last year we hosted the first annual Two Block Summit in May. And it was a really big hit. We had almost 40 plus people pre- present in the space attending. And it was a really amazing conversation and discussion. So we're going to be announcing uh, the second annual Two Block Summit. So coming in May. So stay tuned for that. We're really, really looking forward to have this space and have this discussion. So we're going to let you know about all the details as soon as we have them available. So please, please, please mark your calendars and be on the lookout because second annual Two Block Summit is incoming. Um, so we're going to be talking about so many themes. We're going to give you a little sprinkle of those now, Hermela, if you want to mention. Yes. So because of the work we've been doing the past year from the last annual summit to now, we've been able to have a bunch of conversations. And there have been a couple of underlying themes and principles that have stood out to us that we are looking forward to discuss at the next summit. 
A couple of these are the increased expectations in schools of youth from underrepresented backgrounds. Something we've been really hearing about is the idea that there are limited expectations for youth who are from these underrepresented backgrounds that are contributing to the opportunity gap that we're seeing. And we want to figure out how that's part of the problem and how we can fix it. Um, there's also the consistent and early exposure to career pathways. Pathways to potential. That is our pathways to potential. And we really just want to build on top of that idea because we've been doing a lot of work with it over the past year. And then something that ties in with that is more visionary learning in school, mm -hmm. as well as increased internship opportunities. So this is just a little preview, but we hope to really go in depth with, like, into them at the next annual summit. For sure. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. today for today's episode, we are looking forward to many more discussions from now. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned as always. And thank you. Thank you all.